Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 578. Hoping you guys are all doing swell this evening. It is Monday night. What is it, like August 20th, 2021? Uh, I haven't spoken to you guys in a few days, and you know why I was on the road. So we left Thursday um, for a show, for the first show we had in uh, Los Angeles. I don't know, somebody in the neighborhood right now... uh, driving in circles, don't know where the hell they're going, so excuse the noise. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we had a show on um, Friday at a club called Casa in Los Angeles, and let me tell you something, man, you know, when we do the big concerts, we do the Alan Becker, we do the Bobby D, or we do the Mike Diaz, or we do any of these big concerts, right, we pretty much know what to expect, we know it's going to be a good, a good crowd. It's not going to be an empty house. It's going to be a nice crowd. They put enough money into advertising to make sure that we're nice and packed in there, you know? When we do the clubs, though, it's a different situation because a lot of times the smaller promoters, right? So you're talking about a club that's under 1,000 capacity, maybe, right? Especially now with COVID. So even if it's 1,000, a lot of these places are only doing 50% capacity, you know? So... Um, so we're looking at, for both these events, about 200 people. I'm sorry, about 500 people. Uh, so the first one was Casa. As always, before the show, the butterflies were, were really, really flapping away inside my stomach. I, you know, people don't think I get nervous. I get extremely nervous. Sometimes I feel like I get more nervous than the artists. To me, the artists never feel, they don't seem nervous to me at all. Like, they, the Angel especially, Angel is always psyched about getting on stage. She's excited. She can't wait. She's, ex- it's crazy. Uh, Susie, a lot of times she didn't know what to expect. I would hear sometimes a little resistance in her voice. Like, she loves, once she's there, she's there. Once she finishes the show, she's very happy. But I've heard, like, oh, God, I don't know what to expect here, you know. Oh, God, you know. Angel's not worried about that, you know. Um... Not that one is good and one is bad. You know, I guess it's always, it's fine to worry. Now, I'm more like Susie, so I'll, I'll worry. I'll be like, oh, my God, you know? And then I'll basically be praying. I pray. I really, I really honestly pray. I'm like, God, please, you know? So what am I praying for? I'm praying that at the end of the show that I'm happy, that I'm excited, that I actually had fun. You see, when I have fun, it's a great feeling. Because it means that the crowd was great, the sound was great, the promoters were great, like everything worked out. And when we did Club Gaza, that's exactly what happened. So, you know, shout out to um to Bert Flores and his entire crew. They they did good, man. They did good. I have no 
uh, nothing bad to say about these guys. These guys are really good. And, you know, I love small, the smaller promoters, you know. I don't say small in a distant way, meaning they, they're not doing the arenas. They're doing clubs, and we need them. That's why my book is based on club promotions, you know. Um, um, uh, anyway, so we did that show. Um, huge success. Uh, we did a meet and greet. Uh, we were, you know, listen, we're going on the road. People are like, I'll be careful with the meet and greets. And I understand. But, you know, it's like, and I'm, I'm scared. Look, I'm just coming back. The last time we did something like that, we came, it was from New Year's. And um, that's when we got COVID. And um, uh, But ever since then, you know, we've already had COVID. And plus we have our vaccines. So we're, we're praying that, you know, our immunity is up, that. You know, even if we do get sick, that it's not going to kill us. So this is what we pray for. You know, people say, oh, man, that's like too much of a risk. What do you mean? This is what we do for a living. This is how we pay the bills. This is how we eat. This is what we do. We don't have, there's no alternative. That's why you have <clears throat> um, essential workers in the hospitals. Do you think they want to be there? No, man. Everybody's scared. You know, you got all these people that work, man. You have policemen. You have fire departments. You have the hospital. Everybody's working. Yeah, they're scared. Everybody's scared, but what do we do? What the hell do we do? This is what we do. This is what we got to do. I, get, I see people online. I'm not going out. Be careful. You guys should not go out. That We can't do that. We don't all have that luxury. This is what we do. You know what? You shouldn't cross the freaking street either because you can get hit by a car. You shouldn't get on an airplane because it could crash. Don't get on a boat because they sink. Don't walk through the streets because they're bullets. You know? Don't, don't go to supermarkets because they're shootouts. You know, uh, don't don't eat in restaurants because it's poisoning. You know, so you know it. It's it it happens. It's it's called life. You know. So anyway, so we did Club Casa in Los Angeles. Big shout out to everyone there, all the fans that came by. Thank you so much. You guys are incredible. I have so many people come up to me about my TikToks. <sighs> it's it's really a great feeling. The bad part is, and big, you know, I'm really, you know, I apologize for some of the people I don't recognize you right away. So a lot of times I gotta look at your your profile picture. I gotta be like, yo, show me your profile picture, um, because like I'm not putting two and two together. They're not looking at anything like the picture, or they're using a freaking logo, or they're using, and I don't remember. So they'll say their name, and I don't remember it, you know, uh, until I see it. So it's more like a visual thing for me, you know. So I, I had a lot of people that came up to us like that. Um, second day, so that was um, Saturday night. Nope, my bad, that was Friday night, right? Friday night, Club Casa. And then Saturday night was at a restaurant called Caruso's. Nice place, narrow building. It was like a narrow facility. Um, uh, by the way, the Casa, the first place, had like different rooms. They had like a karaoke room. They had another room that was doing like, it looked like Latin. And then they had the main room where we were at. You know, great vibe, great vibe. Um, uh, then um, <clears throat> the second show was at a restaurant called Caruso's. It's an Italian restaurant. They fed us. They got us some, uh, you know, stuffed mushrooms. And then they got us some pizza. Um, so uh, they were really cool. Again, another really great show. And that's uh, Rick, uh, Richard Ruiz and his crew. Um, we had JD, uh, 
um, Insanity Entertainment, uh, Richard Ruiz uh, Promotions, uh, VT uh, Promotions. So uh, we had you know all these different uh, uh, organizations that were part of that, um, and they were all mad, mad cool. Uh, and again, another incredible group of people. Um, it looked like a good crowd. Um, I don't know if they hit capacity. Again, people are reluctant to go out no matter what, you know. But no matter what, they still, um, they did the show. And they did a great job at it. And I really appreciate them. Everything that was supposed to be done was done by these people. And I am extremely grateful uh, for them. Um, shout out to my wife, man. Two shows. She rocked it. Let me tell you something, man. The first show, we had to go up and down these steps. I had to make several trips because I had to check the sound, go in and out, back and forth. Um, my legs were killing me, man. That's how out of shape I am right now. But really, I didn't realize I was having a pain on my left knee. So <clears throat> we did it. We went up and down. And uh, so when I got back to the hotel that night, now, I was beat up. Now, remind you, mind you, that my wife is dancing on heels for 20 minutes. For 20 minutes. Forget about going up and down these steps like I'm doing that. I'm complaining about. She's dancing in heels for 20 minutes to a bunch of fast songs, you know. So, <coughs> shout out for her. And then got back to the hotel. We're relaxed. Um... The next day, uh, we pretty much stayed in. We didn't want to, we, we had people that wanted to visit, we had family that wanted to visit, and um, we, uh, we, we had to chill out. We, so we, we unfortunately couldn't meet up with anybody, and we just let them know, listen, we really gotta stay in and just kind of recoup. We, you know, we're out there working. We're not out there to visit, and though we want to see everybody, like our intentions before we even get there is like, we want to see everybody come on down. One of my best friends in the whole wide world, Ernest Thomas, right from what's happening, lives in L.A. I can't go see him because we don't have the time. And we really are out there. We got to rest up. Like, you know, it's, it's we're getting older. We haven't been going to the gym. So we have to conserve some of the energy and just, you know, we don't want to come back sore. We definitely don't want to do the second show, you know, in pain, you know. So, um, but we... Um, but well, we did that second show, we did both these shows, and they were both, we had a, really a fun time. The second show, we would have loved to have stayed a little longer. So many fans that came in the back, man, they were just so gracious. Again, shout out to my wife, man, because you know what? Any of you guys who ever met her in person, if you met her in a club, you're gonna realize something very genuine. You're not gonna get too many artists that, you know, yeah, they'll do your autograph. Hey, yeah, okay, what's your name? She's, she doesn't do that, people. She wants to know who you are. She, she ha said hello. She, she, she asks you questions. She finds that thing that's in common between the two of you. You know, and that's why people gravitate to her. They, you know, it's why I gravitated to her. And I'm so, so fortunate, so, so grateful that I have her, you know. And not to put any, not, this ain't not, nothing towards any of the other artists, but my wife is very much the way I am. I am that person also. I am very friendly. Um, when you're around me, you can feel it. I'll, I'll pull you in. I want to know who you are. And I'm, I'm really interested. And, and I'm very grateful 
for anybody who's interested in anything that we do. And again, you know, more people came who enjoy the TikToks and, um, and come up to me and laugh. And then, of course, I got new fans while I was there because my wife is going <laughs> to pull out pull out the phone and say, hey, well, you got to check them out. I'm, I see her sitting with a bunch of fans and they're sitting down and all of a sudden everybody's cracking up. Like, what the hell are they laughing? Sure enough, it's my videos. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, but yeah, man, so, you know, two shows, two nights. Uh, it was incredible. It really was. It was so much fun, you know. Um, then we had a long-ass flight back. We actually got up, um, we got in by the time we packed. We packed the night before. I think it was probably almost 3 a.m. And we had to get up at, I set the alarm for 8.30 so we could be downstairs um, by like, no, I set the alarm for 8 for me. Angel could do 8.30 because she's already, I'm well packed, you know. I just, I know I'm going to get up a little earlier. Plus, I want to make sure everything's on point. And, uh, and then we had to be down like 9, 10. And we caught the shuttle back um, uh, to the airport. And uh, uh, we didn't really eat anything. So we already had, you know, bacon with, with cream cheese. And, um, but that wasn't good because by the time we got home, like my stomach was like a little, little upset because I didn't eat anything. Um, and I was kind of, it was one of those flights where I was uncomfortable. Like my back was bothering me. And no matter how I laid, I just could not get comfortable. So that always sucks, <laughs> you know, when you have to go through that. And I don't want to take anything that's going to make me like drowsy because, you know, the worst thing is to be trying to fall asleep and you got pain because, you know, your body's really, you know, messing with you at that point, you know, so. But anyway, finally we landed. I think we landed like 6 o'clock, 6.30, something like that. And then we jumped in the car, got our baggage, and we shot down to pick up the Rugrats. Went straight to the to their mama's house and uh, <clears throat> and picked them up. And uh, they had mixed feelings. Half of them were, they were like, yeah, they came with no problem. These kids, they, they're good. They jump in the car, no reserve. They're cool with it. Um, uh, and then... Uh, we went straight to uh, Logan. So we first we went and we tried to go eat at Chili's, uh, but they were being asses there because they were like, "Oh yeah, we're only serving no one over three, three people." And uh, we said, "Okay." Um, it was bullshit. And, and Angel was like, "You know," and they were like, "Oh, we're closing." I told her, "I said, yeah, let's not mess with this food." And anybody wants to know, that's uh, that's the Chili's here in Monroe on uh, Dickinson Boulevard. They're a bunch of asses. Too many, the people running are too young. They're too lazy. They don't want to work. The place closed at 11. They're trying to clean. They want to be out of there by 11. So, um, yeah, so that wasn't cool. Um, anyway, um, so we wound up shooting across the street to Logan's, which was actually our first choice. We just thought ordering the chilies would be a little easier, a little faster, but um, I think it was better. We went, we... We had a nice dinner at Logan's with the kitties, and then we came home, and of course my dog was happy to see us. And uh, and then we, uh, kids took a shower. I got them in bed. Uh, so we have them on a whole different schedule um, now. You know, we don't um, try to get them to eat early, take a shower, go to bed, no no phones, no nothing. They lay there. Um, I put um I put like sound effects on the on the TV like um right now I have um 
on before them for them to go to sleep I put on like a beach so it's like a a moonlight a moon a moonlit beach so all you see is the waves coming in and out really really nice real subtle sounds and then we laid them down and by the time I get back in they should be sound asleep hopefully when I get in after the podcast because right now it is 9 p.m. and um <clears throat> yeah so uh, so today's Kila uh, got on the bus uh, for the first time with um, her siblings, right? And um, she did really well. She did really well. She got on the bus and got off, and um, she was cool with it. Uh, and then uh, when they came home from school, we let them chill out to about 4 o'clock, and then I came in, had them bring, put all their books on the thing so I can... Um, sit down with them and do the homework. It's supposed to be from 4 to 5, end up being like from 4 to 6.30 uh, because they, they, we're just not on the same page right now. You know, we're kind of all over the place. Um, uh, but I'll get them together, you know. So I have my own uh, workbooks that I work on. I have things that I, that I do for them, uh, for them to work with. And um, so, uh, so that's what they did. And then uh, there's a book that Killer had to read. So what I did, she can't read it. It's too, too hard of a book. So um, we, uh, I had Santana read to the both of them. And I told her, I said, listen, now ask them five questions. So she wrote down five questions for them. And um, um, and Killer actually did good. She, she remembered and she, uh, she was able to uh, answer some questions. So it was cool. So we got a little system together. Uh, Angel has been non-stop. I don't know how she does it. Um, I was a little bit scattered today. I had to get into the office. There are a few things I had to do. She had to run out and do some shopping. Um, I had to kind of catch up. I had to pay some bills. Um, and uh, I just got, I really need to get it together. <laughs> you know, so. But I'm going to get in uh, tonight. Probably go into the office for maybe an hour uh, before I go and shut down again. You know, but other than that, um, we had a, it was a good weekend. It was a productive weekend. I'm glad I'm back. Um, it's so crazy because, you know, so many people talking about COVID stories that they lost somebody. There's this one uh, woman who, um, Angel, she was crying. The angel went up to her, said, what happened? She said, well, she lost, her husband passed away in March. He was going to be 55 in October. Well, I'm going to be 55 in October. And I didn't think that helped for her to know they were together 20 years. Me and Angel have been together 20 years, you know? Um, so, you know, and, um, you know, so anyway, <laughs> she was crying a lot. Angel was like, oh, console her. I'm like, what? I don't know her. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I was trying to talk to her, but I, I don't like touching anybody. I don't know their situation. I don't know what they're feeling, I don't know who they're there with, <laughs> you know me, somebody come and knock me out, so I didn't know how to handle it, I kind of, I kind of tensed up a little bit, you know, so, but, um, but yeah, you know, it was sad, it was sad, you know, and extremely scary, it's extremely scary, you know, now, you know, we just came back from this trip, and of course, we have a waiting period too, so, you know, we'll be like 14 days and trying to keep, keep our eyes, see if any symptoms, uh, cat, you know, grab us and we pray that we don't we pray pray that this vaccination worked we pray that um we were careful we pray that um our immunity was strong enough to 
we're staying whatever. And so that way we went out, we did what we have to do. Listen, we got these kids, you know. But at the same time, there's other people that have, you know, responsibilities. So I hate to use that. Oh, God, I have these kids to take care of me. No, everybody has kids. There's a lot of people that are dying. They leave children with nobody, you know. These kids will not be left with nobody, just not with us. So, but anyway, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. So tomorrow's going to be uh, another day. So I just got to kind of get it together, you know. But I want to come out here and just say what's up to everybody. Tell you thank you uh, for tuning in. As always, I appreciate you. As always, um, please keep listening. Uh, and I hope, I, hope, I hope there's something in this that you guys get. I hope whether it's something that I'm talking that's entertaining or kind of consoling or maybe interesting, whatever the case. So, But anyway, keep listening. Thank you so much. And until tomorrow, good night, Freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.